If you like what you're about to hear or what you've already heard, be sure to like, comment, share, and subscribe. You can find this episode along with others on iTunes, SoundCloud, MixCloud, and Google Play. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at OffTheClockPod, at O-F-F-T-H-A, ClockPod, or you can search Triple D, that's Triple underscore D. And you can always email me at OffTheClockPodcast at Yahoo.com. Once again, that's O-F-F-T-H-A, ClockPodcast at Yahoo.com. What's going on? You know what it is. It's Triple D back with another Atlanta recap season two, Robin season. And today we're going to talk about episode two, Sporting Waves. Off top craziness already. So we got a uh, paper boy meeting with his plug in a in an alley. Well, not an alley, but look like under a bridge or something like that. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I want to say it starts out normally, but I've never been in that situation. So, uh, I don't know if that was normal, but, um, you know, he's sitting, talking to his plug and whatever, and, uh, ready to get business done. Dude is shooting him compliments on the record and how his stuff is good. How he's about to blow up. And, uh, yeah, what? Not even a full three minutes into the episode. <laughs> Paperboy gets robbed. Oh, man. Like, I kind of guessed in the last uh, episode, like, I think that's going to be the theme. Like, some form of robbery, like, robbing season is is going down. And Paperboy got, got off off top. Uh, the funny thing about it was the dude being genuinely sorry about it. But, hey, it's robbing season and people got to do what they got to do. It makes you wonder, like, how often that happens. Like, you know. Somebody gets robbed by somebody they know, and then they're super apologetic while it while it's going down. Like, hey man, I'm sorry. I, I I'm really sorry about this. Just kind of talking them through it, like trying to get them to understand it. Like, yeah, my back was against the wall. I, you know, I got to do what I got to do. Cue the Jeezy, and uh, yeah, that's how the show started. Um, so clearly, Paperboy's fresh off a of house arrest as he's out. You know, in true nigga shit spirits, he gets off house arrest and go goes to meet with his plug because, you know, I guess that's a that's a priority. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think it's uh, I think we join him and earn the next day heading into I think it was like a radio station slash like uh, kind of just like a media outlet for, you know, just to be nonspecific to just get in with these guys and I guess see what they can do about getting his promotion up and all that good stuff. And they they do a good job of diverting your attention to the conversation of what went down the night before and um, not letting you in on what's going on around them. And what's going on around them is the fact that like they're walking into, you know, he's he's pretty much a, a street rapper walking into this this place filled with people that are just plain not his demographic is a pretty cool setup because you know if, if you remember from the what was it the BET episode or the BET like episode like Paperboy's a street dude like he's authentic and to go in here with all these you know these pretty much kids to him and have to be genuine but also kind of keep it professional was was eating him alive inside and it was no secret that the thing was going to be awkward from jump like from them being introduced to uh, 35 Savage, which was just, I'm pretty sure everybody watching just audibly just let out a groan, just like, uh, I'm pretty sure white people did that when they saw it. But, um, you know, 
that's just what it was. I thought the bit about the, uh, the, the track not working. Well, first of all, them not taking CDs and the fact that Ern had a CD was just, you know, was just brilliant in itself. But then the bit about it not working was also just was hilarious. So, um, well, so, you know, you come back from commercial and, uh, he's recording, he's recording the, the radio drops, which is just brilliant. Cause I, I wonder how many, of these, you know what I'm saying? Rap artists have to go to these, these predominantly white owned media outlets and have to record these drops and get, get quote unquote pointers. You can't see my, uh, can't see my hands when I'm doing the air quotes, the bunny ears get pointers on how to do their drop before they find it, you know, before they think it's acceptable. So, you know, Paperboy being Paperboy did, <laughs> did the drop the way he was going to do it. It was kind of like a, kind of like a call back to the, like I said, the, uh, the BET like episode with one with the interviewer is just like, I'm not here for games. Like it's don't waste my time with this mess. And, uh, I thought something that was really, I thought it was really cool. How outside of that, like you don't even pick up on it until it happens, but like outside you got Ern just sitting there eating a uh, Cheeto, not Cheetos, Cheerios out of a, <laughs> out of a snack box. And it's dead silent. And you don't even pick up on it until it, it passes. But like when he moves to look, Every like the whole world kind of falls back and like starts running again. Like they were they were all fixated on him for what reason? I don't know. It was really strange. Like, I think it was one of those things where it's like you're kind of meant to believe that like they're they're watching him to make sure he doesn't do anything crazy. But if you if you sat him up against the wall with the majority of the people working there, he looked like he worked there. So I don't know what that was, if that was, you know, something deliberate, like they wanted to watch the black guy or if it was just one of those mind game things that, you know, Atlanta tends to do. And then it happened. They're walking through the hallways of the spot and uh, they see off in the distance um, standing on a dude on top of the table rapping for all these uh, these spectators in their chairs. And that was a direct mimic of um Bobby Schmurda uh, a few years back right before he got his deal he went viral for the wrong reason um jumped up on the table and started rapping in a room full of white execs sitting in there their chairs who didn't even look that amused but more like we got another one and um the fun the, not funny but like the messed up thing about it was like when I thought about it and in preparation I went back to like look at that video um, I typed it in and apparently another rapper has recently done it. Uh, some, some, some kid named black youngster. Don't ask me what he, what his song is. Um, cause I got nothing, but like the, it was, I, the show handled it perfectly. Um, it's pretty much just calling attention to, to, you know, what, apparently it's still happening. I, I thought that would have been the end of it after the, the Schmurder thing, but like, I, I'm hoping that, that the fact that it came up on this TV show and that it's mocked, um, these, these rappers will show a little more backbone when it comes to getting these deals because yes, it's not a good look danced on the table in front of a bunch of white people, uh, for money. That, Cause that's literally what it is. Like no matter how you break it down, but it's millions. Now it's, it's, you still, you still, it's still kind of, it, there's no kind of, it still falls into the shucking and jiving category. Then they, uh, they ran into another kind of up and coming rapper who, you know, they, they exchanged some mutual respect and, um, 
they didn't really get too deep into it, but um, he's he's playing the game. Like I forgot the the, the name of the the rapper that they they kind of ran into and were taking pictures with and everything, but he he knows what it is and um, he, he's playing the game. So uh, from there, we go back to the crib where uh, pretty much they're just you know hanging out and um, it goes without saying, but Atlanta's a brilliant show. Um, Darius comes in with an envelope for Earn. And uh, he's, you know, we'll ask him, what's this? And he says, it's for the puppies. Brilliant callback to the first season. Just bringing that up. Like, just to know that it paid off. Like, they could have just, they could have just left that in the wind. Like, they, you know, he could have never gotten the money. He could have just got, he could have gotten the money. And we just assumed he got the money. But to, like, actually show that payoff a season later was just genius. And the fact that it, it worked out, like, I'm at, you know, might have to go back and uh, see what that timetable was, because like there is he kind of he had a plan for how how long it would take. But like just to see how long that time frame was just to get an idea of where this season is in comparison to last season timeline wise. But, yeah, it was it was a brilliant callback and in continuing the uh, tradition of nigga shit. He proceeds to buy into uh, the new roommate, Tracy, uh, his scheme to to put it, to put the money on a gift card of some sort of mall gift card and, you know, double his money, quote unquote. Once again, bunny ears. Um, I'm going to say it now. I'm throwing my theory out there. At some point, Tracy's going to do these dudes dirty. I don't know why. I just feel like that's what that's just that's just my theory right now. I got a feeling. He's going to do these guys dirty, whether he robs them himself or he sets them up to get robbed. Something doesn't seem right. I, I don't know what it is. But, um, yeah, so, you know, he puts the idea in his head. Paperboy signs off on it. And, of course, we can't forget the conversation about waves. Oh, yeah. Tracy's schooling them on the art of the perfect waves. Now, this... You wouldn't believe it if I told you, for those who have seen, you know, a picture here or there from uh, Twitter, um, you know, I'm, I'm a shaved head guy now. But back in the day, when I was young, not a kid, you know how that goes. Back in the day, you man, you man, Triple D had some some knife's waves. Now, in other episodes, I talked about how I got I kind of got picked on and bullied a lot. One thing that I was admired for. Even by the bullies and the jerks and the assholes, your boy had a crispy set of waves. And I didn't have to do much to him, but the process still applies. Brush, put your grease on, brush again, whether it's a do-rag or a wave cap, let him bake. And of course, you know, Darius being Darius, he had to see for himself. He had to know where the waves sickening. He, he wanted to know, but apparently the waves weren't baking yet. They weren't going to be ready until uh, Tracy's job interview that he had that day. So, um... Side story A is essentially Paperboy and Darius trying to find a new plug. Um, Darius knows some people because, you know, Darius is Darius. Darius knows many people. Well, the first place they go to, um, again, suburb dweller. I don't know nothing about plugs, but uh, they, they kind of painted him to be, I guess, what's considered to be um, a pretty legit dude. Paperboy is happy with the price. He's happy with the product. Um, but he learned that, you know. Things are different when you start blowing up. Things change a little bit. Your 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 image changes a little bit. You you start to get a little a little clout, 
and uh, he, he notices that dude is trying to sneak pictures of him. You know, he catches him on the first one. He plays it off <laughs> horribly. And, um, you know, he walks away, says he got to take a call. And um, I'm pretty sure it was, this, is, this is every every signed and unsigned rapper's nightmare was uh, having a picture of him pop up on Twitter without his knowledge while he's engaging in illegal activities or uh, suspect activities, especially when you're fresh off house arrest. Definitely not a good look. <laughs> so that was a uh, that was strike one <laughs> right there. But like I said, you know, things are different. So side story B was um earn rolling with Tracy to the mall to uh, one so he could get the money put on the card and shop till he drops and two so that uh Tracy could get clothes and shoes for his uh for his interview. So, you know, we're in the mall and um Tracy being the hood dude that he is, asking questions, but you know, hella confident, which is there's nothing wrong with being hella confident, but you know, he wanted to he wanted to know what Earn thought about, you know, how he should go in how he should go into this interview, you know, what, what, what's he got to do with, what, what, what game does he have to play to get in? And, you know, Earn keeps it, keeps it real with him. Earn gives him solid advice, you know, that's applicable to anybody. And, um, <laughs> while he's, uh, <laughs> shopping for shoes, he finds a pair that he's happy with and, um, proceeds to explain to Earn how he's going to rob the place again, robbing season. And explains the the principles behind the no chase policy. The no chase policy in many stores simply states that once a perp crosses the the outside of the store perimeter with the stolen goods, you are not to chase after them. Which at first I, I started to laugh, and then I, I kind of got a little sad because I remembered that uh, yeah, that is a real thing. Uh, one of the food lines around my way has that same policy. Like if they make it to the door, you can't chase after them. And that was pretty much why they, they kind of beefed up security, which is kind of sad when you think about it, security inside of a grocery store. And, um, you know, people get desperate. They do what they think they got to do. So, um, yeah, (laughs) Tracy, uh, pretty much while, getting everything together the the store associate comes over and you could tell he he knows what's up like he knows he knows what's what's happening but he has to he has to be polite he has to do what the company tells him to do and (laughs) tracy takes off gingerly like with a pep in his step not even breaking a sweat (laughs) which was a great reaction by Ern to not even confirm or deny whether or not he knew the dude but to just give him the head nod like well, all right, I guess that's that. So from there, we go back to Paperboy and Darius at contestant number two of Who Wants to Be My Plug. Uh, white dude, by the, uh, the name escapes me, but um, actually seems kind of a bit more put together. Um, as in, and when I mean put together, I mean as in, you know, I'm not going to try and screw you over and get a picture of you. That was actually like a, a funny joke that he made. I'm guessing he saw him on Twitter, said all the right things. Got in good with him, you know, got his number and um, kept it moving. And uh, just for Paperboy to get in the car and immediately be texted from this dude pushing his girlfriend's cover to his song. Excuse me, her acoustic cover, which, again, Atlanta is brilliant with with pop culture. I want to say like a year ago, like these acoustic rap covers started popping up. Some people got offended. Some people were insulted. Some of them, some people, some of them are kind of entertaining. Like 
while I get both sides, um, I don't listen to them on purpose, but I do find it kind of funny. It's, it's kind of funny seeing some like hardcore lyrics, like being, being sung with a, with an acoustic guitar by some hipster, like, especially like the older stuff, which is hilarious to me, but yeah, it's definitely one of those things where it's just like, it falls into that category. It's like, did you really have to ruin this? You know what I mean? <laughs> so if, as if that weren't enough, he gets added to a group chat with contested number two and his girlfriend. And uh, yeah, like I said, apparently when you get big, people, people want to get put on. And, you know, he tried to, he tried to turn a business relationship into a personal relationship. And as we saw, Paperboy wasn't having it and ditched that phone like a spy operative and kept it moving. Do you know how fed up you have to be to just toss a phone out a window and just be done with it? Like, I'll get a new one. I'll get a new number. That That's a high level of over it. All right. So we get back to the mall with Earn, and um, he decides to, to give it a shot. He goes to some shoe store. I don't know if I can't remember if it was a Foot Locker or whatever, but uh, gets himself a pair of Pumas, gives the card over. And then there's that long pause because you're waiting for the you're waiting for the uh uh-uh, the Nasan beep. And it works. And, you know, he walks out feeling good. Literally, as he's walking out, he he gets a text from Tracy, which just perfect timing. You got about 10 minutes. Stay on to you. Uh, You got only you only got a few more minutes before they shut that card off. And uh, from there, you see. um, So Ern decides to take off. And what we think, like in my mind at this point, I'm like, okay, he's he's about to get up out of there. Nope. We come back from the commercial break. He's he's in the parking lot with a handful of stuff. He decided to do some more shopping before <laughs> before they shut that card off. And then he made an exit. <laughs> and he's, you know, walking through looking for old boy and he gets a text. Hey man, I'm at the job interview. So not only did old boy steal these shoes and bail out on him, he bailed out on him. He he left them at the mall. Like he he just left them again. Some nigga shit. Ern had to take the Ern had to take the bus home with all his his stuff. Only to find out from from Paperboy they like yeah you you ain't gonna get that money back. Which again if that ain't some nigga shit, you like I'd have been pissed if you'd have co-signed old boy's scheme and not mentioned. That, hey, you know what I'm saying? Not even toss out the idea that, hey, if this goes sideways, you're not getting your money back. Earn even said, like, I didn't even get to spend the whole 4000 That's If this episode was not a PSA for for tax season, I don't know what was. Like, don't blow your tax money. Like, clearly this wasn't tax money for Earn, but this has to be like a, a low-key PSA for people during tax season like don't don't blow your tax money trying to flip it and do all this shady stuff because you're gonna end up short you might end up short i mean hey if it works out for you hey more power to you congrats but chances are you're gonna end up short and ain't gonna be no one's fault but yourself capping off the episode with tracy at his interview and we finally get a look at the waves man this dude looked like he had he looked like Sammy Davis Jr. with a with an edge up like he he almost looked like like he had a straight up what do they call him like um like that that hit like the the conk like he had a conk like he like like Malcolm X's hair before he went you know before he turned Muslim like them them old school zoot suit 
like put lye in your hair to straighten it out and it was burning them like that's how thick these waves were they clearly not real but like hilarious how big and thick these waves were so of course tracy's doing his interview and um he's confident you know just like it's like donald told him to be excuse me earn like earn told him to be and he's he's playing the game and you know kudos to him for being confident enough to even go through with it because I've been to job interviews and I'm by no means a hood dude. I, I, you know, I know when it's time to to code switch and whatnot, but there's just some places I've walked into and just known off top. They ain't going to hire me. I'm going to go through with it, but they ain't going to hire me. (laughs) But, you know, he went in, he did it confident. That's what it's all about. And, um, the, (laughs) the interviewer, you know, as polite as he possibly could be, um, shot him down right then and there, which, you know, is one of those scenarios where sometimes you do, you got to know when to save that for the phone call or for the email. But no, shot him down right then and there, politely said, hey, uh, I'm afraid we can't give you a position at this moment. And uh, capping off this episode of nigga shit, Tracy gives us one more moment and decides to flip out, <laughs> knocks over some stuff on the desk and uh, pretty much pretty much makes his exit in uh, expected fashion of him. And uh, pretty much. And yeah, that's how the the episode concluded with the um, the acoustic version of Paperboy's hit single, which honestly, um I want to hear the whole thing like it got cut off by like um, a preview or something from FX, like just for just for comedy purposes. Like I wanted to hear the whole thing because it was hilarious. So, yeah, uh, that's where we ended episode two, Sporting Waves. Um, I don't have any other theories aside from the one I stated earlier. Tracy's going to do these dudes dirty. I'm I'm about 70 percent confident on that theory. It might go up. It might go down. But, um, yeah, Tracy's going to do these dudes dirty. Um, I still think Paperboy's going to blow up. Oh, there was another moment that I, I, I almost forgot to mention uh, earlier when they were at the uh, the media outlet. And uh, it was pretty much where it got to, to the quote-unquote live performance where he was expected to, to be himself and be the hood dude that he is in front of this group of cats that looked like they were fresh out of college. And by fresh out of college, I'm talking like, Northwestern or, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm sure don't, don't be in the mentions. I know black people go to Northwestern, but like this, the bottom line is this was not his crowd. And instead of following that line of, you know, rappers rapping for people that aren't about them, he did the right thing and he, he walked away from it. You know, it, it might've cost him an outlet, but as an artist, he, he did what he was supposed to do and stayed true to who he was. So that was dope because they keep setting up Paperboy for these sellout moments and he delivers every time with walking away from it, which saying that out loud makes me wonder if, if an episode is going to come where, or, you know, a story arc comes where he just gives in, which I hope he doesn't, you know what I mean? I hope he doesn't, but yeah, like they're doing him, you know, they're doing his character justice. And I hope it, I hope that stays up. 
But um, yeah, that's pretty much my take on this episode. Um, comment below any of your theories, um, anything you got, anything you want to add, any things you noticed, anything you want to discuss that I might have missed. You know where to get at me. And uh, yeah, I'll see you guys next time. Three, six, nine. Damn, you're fine. Suck it, suck it, suck it to me, baby, one more time. From the window to the wall. Until sweat drops down my balls. Oh, these bitches crawl. Oh, ski, ski, motherfucker. Oh, ski, ski, goddamn. Oh, ski, ski, motherfucker. Oh, ski, ski.